Good morning, everybody. Um, I've been tasked with the privilege of taking this chapter in our studies and our learning. So I want to say a very big thank you to the gentleman in the house. I appreciate you for all you have been doing, for all you are doing, for your consistent commitment to improving lives, grooming people, grooming men. God bless you, ma. I honor the grace of God upon your life. That which you are doing, you can, you will only get better and grow bigger in the name of Jesus. I want to say thank you to the faculty, to the leaders of TIC. God bless you. I see your input. Thank you for holding up the hands of the saints woman. Everybody needs a burden bearer. Everybody needs people to run with the vision with them. Thank you all for being those, the, the set of people for, for, for faith. God bless you all. Thank you. I appreciate you. And I want to also acknowledge the students in the house. Thank you for your commitment to growth, to learning. Thank you for your commitment to becoming everything God has said you should become. Thank you for your commitment to to becoming. It's, it's a process. It's not so easy. It is tasking. But you have stayed true. You have week in, week out. Throughout past months, you, have, you kept on learning. I follow. I see what's going, going on. So I appreciate your, your hunger to become everything God wants you to become. And I appreciate you so much. All right. So before we move into the class of today, into the teaching of today, I just want to lay foundation. And I think this foundation is going to help us so much because foundations are important in every building. They may not be seen, but it's one of the key components in every successful building. So uh, permit me to add to the strength of your foundation today. Now, knowledge is very important. A man who must go far is a man who must know so much. But knowledge is not all there is to becoming. Understanding is the next key. So when I know, I must move further to understand the knowledge that I have acquired. Understanding is not enough. Because scripture says wisdom is the principal thing. But in all that I get and get understanding. Now, when you look at these three things or these three words, you will discover they work hand in hand, but they are very different. A man with knowledge is not a man with understanding. A man with understanding is not a man who is wise. So we must separate these three and understand them well if we must become everything we ought to become, everything God wants us to become. Now, knowledge is knowledge. Acquiring facts, things, lessons that we do not know is acquiring knowledge. When we know things, when we learn things, we have acquired knowledge. But it doesn't stop there. We move to understanding the knowledge we have acquired. That is, breaking down the knowledge into components that are accessible and um, practicable, that are pliable. When you understand, understanding is the ability to not just have knowledge, but the ability to know the workings of the knowledge. Then you understand. But understanding is still not the principal thing. Wisdom is 
So the ability to have knowledge, understand the knowledge you have acquired, and then do the knowledge, practice the knowledge in the right way is what makes you a wise person. So until you, are, until you arrive at the destination of wisdom in the knowledge that you have, you are not a wise man and you will have no result. So scripture goes further to say, wisdom is known by her fruits, by her results, by her accomplishments. So until you arrive at wisdom, until you arrive at having results, then the knowledge you have, permit me to use the word permitted, is still a waste. Because a man with knowledge that doesn't arrive at wisdom is no better than a man without knowledge and understanding. So what am I trying to say? It is not enough to come in week in, week out. You need to practice. You need to put the knowledge you acquire to work. You need to challenge yourself. You need to push yourself. That is why it's an ignition center. You don't just acquire knowledge and understanding. You get ignited. You burn. You set a generation on fire because you are burning. So upon this, I'm going to move to the class of today. I will try to be simple as possible because for me, simplicity is key. There is no point being complex when you cannot help people in complexity. So my goal today is to be as basic, as simple as possible, but in all, give you understanding for today's lecture. So by the grace of God, I'll be thinking or talking or teaching on the topic titled Vision. At this point, I trust we are well grounded in the concept of or with the concept of purpose. Because if we must understand how vision works well, we must first of all be grounded in purpose. Because vision and purpose, they are siblings. They are similar, they look alike, but they are very different things. We'll get to know why I said so. So let's proceed. Now, like I said, I'll be very basic and simple as possible. So I'll move to define a vision. And um, please forgive my definitions if they are not the definitions we are used to. I'm not trying to sound like anybody. I'm only trying to bring us into a deeper understanding of these things. So forgive my definitions if they are basic. It's to help us understand. Alright? So vision is a mental picture of the future. Now, when you look at this definition, vision being a mental picture of the future, it goes to say that vision is a thing of the mind. Now, it brings into context the definition of faith. Why we look at the things which are seen, why we look at the things which are seen, we focus on the things that are not seen because the things which are seen, they are temporal. But the things which are not seen, they are permanent. 
Now, when we look at this, we can move further to say the ability to focus on the unseen is the betting of vision. Now, if I am to be a person of vision or a visionary, I must learn to look with my mind's eye and see with my mind's eye. In it, there is the vision. Now, the thing is, we must understand that in betting visions, it's very easy to become ambitious. It's very easy to drift away. This is why I said purpose and vision are related. Now, if we must flow with the concept of vision, we must first of all be grounded with the concept of purpose. Now, purpose, like we all know, is that thing which God has committed to us to become in time in order to receive a reward in eternity and also contribute to time, lives, you know, play our part in humanity here on the earth. But in order to fulfill your purpose, you must ride upon a vision. Vision is sight to the purpose. You can know your purpose, but without vision, you have no sight on how to move or on how to go about the purpose. That is why scriptures went on to say, write down the vision, make it plain, that he that sees it, reads it, may run. So it is possible to be a person of purpose. You know your purpose, but until vision is as attached to it, you are not running. You are not moving. No matter how much you think you are doing, you are standing still. Flow with me. Now, if God has told me, for example, no, let's start with, I have no purpose. I don't know my purpose yet. And I paint a mental picture in my head of the future I want. I paint, let me use the word vision. I paint a vision of the picture of the life I want in my head, what I want to do, what I want to become. Without purpose, all that has become ambition. And God is not committed to helping you become your ambition. He's committed to helping you become your vision. So a mental picture without purpose or without it resting upon purpose is not vision anymore. It is now ambition. That is why you have a, lot, a whole lot of people with mental pictures doing different things but because it is not aligned with a purpose with the call of god upon their life no matter how much they do to god they have just wasted time they have wasted life so for you to say you have a vision you must first of all know your purpose and upon the understanding of your purpose that you know god not breathes upon your mind and you start to paint a picture 
of what you want to do, how you want to do it, where you are going to, the limits you want to get to, the extent you want to get to. Now, vision is coming into play. So, for example, in the journey of a vision, the first thing I will do is, okay, God has called me to become a doctor. I note that. I write it down. But a doctor is not enough to get me moving. The best I can do is I go to school and I study medicine. But as I start to paint a picture, a mental picture, through the breathing, the grace of the Spirit, that means I am not painting this picture because I want to become the greatest doctor. No. I look at the vision God has given to me through the lens of the Spirit. And, I'm, and I go, oh, I say, Dr. God, what would you want me to do? What, do you want, what would you want me to accomplish as a doctor? What kind of doctor will you want me to be? At that point in time, the Holy Spirit starts to brood over me. Then I start to paint pictures. Oh, I'm going to be, for example, a surgeon. And the reason why I want you to be a surgeon is because I want you to, for example, be the best surgeon in the world. A surgeon that will not just um, permit me to use the word, permit me to use the word that will not just operate on people, but also walk in the healing anointing. So there are sometimes I will meet people and I tell them, oh, for this case, uh, there's no need to operate on you. All I need to do is lay hands on you, for example. Now, with that mental picture of the future, you know that you should not only grow in purpose in the aspect of being a doctor and a surgeon, you also need to grow in the anointing of healing. So because of that mental picture, it now causes you to start moving. It pushes you to move. Now you are not just running. You are running with a destination in sight. Write down the vision, make it plain that who who write make it plain upon a table that who reads it may run. So without vision, you can't run. Without vision, you can move, but that's not running. And it's possible to move. And at the end of your movement, <laughs> God will tell you, go away from me. I know you're not. So vision basically is sight to purpose. Vision basically is what causes a man to move. Until sight comes, you can't move. If you move, you will end up in a ditch. So vision is painting a clear picture, a road map. in line with your purpose to where you want to get to, to where God wants you to get to. Now, when you look at the story of the Tower of Babel, they had a vision. It was to build a tower that touches the heaven. Now, this is what happened. Their goal, when you study that story, well, you discover 
that God did not stop them from building that tower from touching the heaven because they were going to touch the heaven. No. God stopped them from building that tower because they wanted, first of all, to make a name for themselves. Ambition. Not purpose. Two, they said everybody from all the earth will come and dwell there. They wanted to gather people from the earth to dwell there in the tower they are building. God's purpose for man was to scatter around the earth and his name be glorified on the earth. So the, their vision was against the purposes of God. So God himself came down and destroyed it. And before God you know, tampered with language, what did he say? If I do not stop them, this thing they have said to do, they will do it. Why? They had sight. Are we following? So vision must be aligned to purpose. That's what I'm saying. But vision is basically sight to purpose. Whatever God has said you should do, whatever the call of God is upon your life, you must sit down with God and in God and then paint a godly picture, a clear mental picture that supports the purpose. Doing that, God comes to empower you to bring that vision to manifestation. So permit me to say this. The degree to which your mind can see, which is vision, is the degree to which you can become. As long as your vision is aligned to purpose, the degree to which you can see. And remember, purpose is kingdom. Purpose is not self. Purpose is not ambition. Purpose is not what you want. Purpose is all about kingdom. So the degree to which your mind can see far, Consigning your purpose is the degree to which God will take you. Are we following? Like I said, I want to be basic, so I hope I'm not so, so complex. So if you've been following closely on everything I've been saying, I have been trying to not only define vision, but tell you the difference between vision and purpose. You need both. Both are similar, but they are different. And we must understand that both need to work hand in hand if we must become everything God wants us to become. All right? Now we must understand that a man must have a vision because without vision a man is blind if you do not know where you are going to you will not know if you are not on the road to that place if you do not know where you are going to you will not know if you have gotten there so a man without vision, permit me to use the word, he's a wanderer, even if he knows purpose. For example, God might say, okay, I have called you to be a pastor, to preach, with the message of, for example, of faith. Right? 
but without vision i can preach faith in nigeria whereas i'm supposed to go beyond the shores of nigeria to preach faith so because of i have sight i now know that okay i'm to preach faith but i'm to preach faith not just in nigeria but to the world because when i look in my mind's eye when i look in the through the lens of the spirit i do not only see myself preaching faith in nigeria i see myself going to the ends of the earth so now i am moving but the, the movement i'm making or the race i'm running is not only for the nation of nigeria for the confines of nigeria there is an extra push to go outside of the shores of the country now sight again comes in this manner paul if you watch the early life of paul paul preached to the jews and um permit me to use the word that was the hardest part of his ministry because the jews were supposed to receive the message not from paul but from peter and the rest of the apostles but until paul gained vision gained sight that his message was to the gentiles and it was the message of grace not salvation right not just salvation but also grace his ministry did not blossom as well as it ought to have so when he moved with sight when he moved with vision what happened ministry took a new turn and he converted the whole of asia minor unto god now without a vision you will run no you will move no, i don't use the word run you will move but you won't run so for a man of purpose what he must do is to believe god is to trust god to open his mind's eye to the much god wants him to become so it's not enough now to know your purpose it's not enough to be a person of purpose the next step is to bring sight vision to that purpose that as you read it you run another thing vision does is that vision brings about speed a man with purpose and no vision has not speed but a man with purpose and then vision is a man who runs he has speed why he sees the much he needs to become he sees where he is going to he sees where he is and he sees the difference between the now and the future he wants to become so that becomes a motivation to move that means until you have a mental picture until you see where god wants you to be you can't properly run. You can't properly move. That is why it looks like some people are in a hurry. The way they live their life. It's not because they are necessarily in a hurry. They understand that in order to become the much that I need to become. There is so much I need to do. And there is so much I need to access. So there is no time to dilly-dally. I need to be on the move. I need to keep moving. So what you see sponsors how well you move 
and how fast you move. So if what I'm seeing in my mind's eye through the lens of the Spirit is small, I make little strides, I make little moves, I am, permit me to use the word, I am less as fair. But if what I'm seeing is something major, something big, something dynamic, what happens? I put in the work. And mind you, remember, we are all children of God. Right? And God is a great God. That means in every man, God has placed greatness, not success. What am I trying to say? The vision you should have in your head about your purpose must be great. If it is not something great that sometimes baffles you, then it's not God. Because God is a great God and he has given birth to children in his image and likeness. So we must have a great vision in mind. And mind you, if you don't become great in life, then forgive me to say this, God is not your father. Yes, there is space in life for every man to become great as long as you move in line with purpose and with vision and with God. So if a man doesn't become great in life, then I wonder the God who is his father. What am I trying to say? When God truly is brooding upon your mind visions, they are big things. They are not small things. Let's look at men in the scriptures that had sight. Paul had a vision to convert the whole of Asia Minor. That wasn't something small. It was mighty. And that sight kept him moving. said, ah, no, no, no. I keep moving. I can't die. I'm pushing for a reward. Moses had a vision that the children of Israel would be set free. So because of his inability, Kai, because he lacked understanding, because he, he wasn't wise, he had not encountered the Spirit of God, which is the Spirit of Wisdom. So he felt he could kill you know, someone, one of, one of, the, one of the guards that, that, of Pharaoh, thinking, oh, if I kill this one and I kill another one, for example, and I kill another one, one day I will set them free. No. But when he encountered the Spirit of God, he became wise. And he knew, Kai, in order to set these people free, the strategy is what? To confront Pharaoh. <laughs> Are we following? So let's use Moses as a case study. Moses had purpose. Purpose delivered the children of Israel. Right? Strategy through wisdom. Right and understanding confronts Pharaoh and the gods of Egypt. Am I right? That is wisdom. Then vision that they may become free to serve the Lord. So Moses kept on seeing a people free, serving the Lord in freedom. That sight pushed him to move in his purpose. But now he wasn't just moving in purpose. He was moving in wisdom. 
Are we following? So this is what I'm trying to say in a nutshell. If you must be a man of vision, you must also be a man of not just purpose, but a man of wisdom. And if you remember correctly what I said, wisdom is the product of knowledge and understanding. Doing rightly is what wisdom is. So for you to accomplish every great vision, you must first of all encounter the spirit of wisdom, which is the spirit of God. And that spirit must fuel your purpose. It must sponsor your purpose. So now when we look at the concept of vision, we understand that vision goes beyond sight. Originally, vision is sight. Your ability to see. Your ability to behold the much that you need to become. That is vision. But vision is not enough. Vision needs to be fueled with understanding, with knowledge, and then doing rightly, which is wisdom. That yet is not enough. It must be built upon the foundation of purpose, or it's no longer vision, it's ambition. And if you remember clearly, clearly the story I told about the Tower of Babel, God is not committed to seeing ambitions to come to pass. He's not committed to bringing ambitions to pass. And every vision, I'm using the word vision now so that we get very careful. Every vision that goes against the purposes of God, God himself will fight it. So when we are talking about sight, which is vision, you must allow the Holy Spirit brood through your mind, through your spirit, man, in order that you see. And when you see, the next step is what? You write it down. What does it mean to write it down? You, 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 you make it a reality. You, you, you start to make steps in order in order to move to become everything God wants you to become in in order to 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 to, to access that thing you are saying so as I write it down what does it mean to write it down I'm not only writing down what I'm saying I am plotting step one step two in wisdom and understanding in alignment with purpose step three step four step five so as we take steps gradually you are becoming the much you are seeing So permit me to use this again. Purpose, permit me to use this definition. Purpose is basically knowledge. And as you grow in knowing your purpose, it becomes understanding of what God wants you to be. But vision is you painting mental pictures, clear pictures of where God wants you to be. And then mapping out ways and steps in wisdom and understanding 
to becoming that thing you are seeing in God. So this is the introduction to the class of vision. Remember I said, vision is what sponsors speed. Because when you see how far you are going, when you see how far and how much God wants you to do and become, it creates momentum. You know you, there is no time to dilly down. There is no time to waste. It pushes you. And permit me to say this. When vision is true and in its purest form from God, right? It sponsors movement. It sponsors movement. One clear sign that your vision is of God is that you want to become it. Is that you want to move. So I think we'll be seeing um, in question classes, right? And sorry, I didn't. I just realized I did not introduce myself. I'm Ohio Charles. Yeah, I'm Charles. So we are going to see um, in the evening where we communicate with questions and answers and other things. God bless you. Thank you for listening.